You are listening to The Real Happy Mom Podcast, the weekly podcast for busy working moms to get inspiration, encouragement, and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. My name is Tony Ann, and you are listening to episode 181. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of The Real Happy Mom Podcast. I'm super pumped because today I have another mommy dentist on, and that is Dr. Caroline Clarismay, and we are not talking about dentistry or teeth. We are talking about financial literacy. And in today's episode, Doc really just breaks things down to the simplest form when it comes to talking to our kids about money. Because I'll be honest, that's one thing that I haven't felt as confident in. And so I brought uh, Dr. Carolyn Clarisma to talk to us about this. Uh, She helps doctors who are in debt and gives them a game plan on how to pay off their debt. But I feel like a lot of the information that she shares crosses over all different um, backgrounds and um, different lines of work too, because it's all the, the same principles. And so today she breaks down with us, you know, some of the things that we can start to talk to our kids about when it comes to money, how we can start to introduce those conversations, especially if we're not confident in um, finances. And then lastly, she helps us to understand the difference between financial freedom and generational wealth and why it's so important for us to be working towards both of those things. So if you like me and want to learn a little bit more and want to get a little bit better at having these conversations with your little ones, definitely stay tuned to this episode. Now, before we jump into this episode, I want to make sure that you know about the Real Happy Mom Facebook community. This is a free community where we just have a little bit more of the conversations that we're having here, as well as free monthly Trello trainings where I show you how to use Trello to help simplify, uh, systematize, and get some routines in your life so you can make life easier for you and for your family. And if you're like Tony and I don't even know what Trello is, I don't even think I need to even get in this Trello business. Let me tell you, Trello is a project management tool that I have been using for several years now. And when I say that I can pretty much plan and manage and systematize like anything in my life with Trello, like anything can be done with Trello. And I want to show you how. So make sure you join me over in the Real Happy Mom Facebook community so you can learn how. Go to realhappymom.com slash community. Again, that's realhappymom.com slash community to join me inside of the Real Happy Mom Facebook community. All right. So we have that out of the way. Now let's go ahead and jump on into this week's episode. All right. Well, today we have a very fun guest. I'm super, super excited because I have another dentist friend on the podcast, but don't get nervous. We're not talking about teeth, (laughs) but I'm super excited to have another dentist friend on the podcast. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm smiling. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I love that you have... um, this other side to you, because I think a lot of times as dentists, we're kind of like boxed into to, to fit this certain mold and we can only focus on being an awesome dentist, but there are many sides to us and you have many sides too. So again, we're not talking about tea today, um, but we are going to be talking about financial literacy, which is a really fun topic, especially when it comes to our kids. So um, before we talk about that, I wanted you to share a little bit about you and what you do. Sure thing. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Caroline Clarice May. I am a general dentist in New Hampshire, 
and I'm a wife, I'm a mom, and I'm also the founder of Doctors Out of Debt. And what I do is I help doctors, and when I say doctors, I mean dentists, physicians, pharmacists, I help them to get out of debt to create generational wealth. That's what I show them to do. And the reason why is that as doctors, and I mean, and I know I'm saying doctors trying to box, put, it, put us in a box, but it's really everyone. Sometimes we go to school and then we get all of those six, uh, six-figure degrees and it's hard for us to pay it off. And then we don't get to enjoy life and practice medicine or dentistry like we would like to. So this is what I do. And while talking to several doctors, I have a, a course where I teach them exactly how to get out of that and create wealth. Going through that and even coaching some clients one-on-one, I was like, oh, I think that the earlier we know about money, the better. And that's when I um, reached out to another dentist, my best friend, Dr. Alicia Burge. And I told her, I really want to write a children's book. And the thing is that she is an author, a children's book author. So she does um, write books. And I said, can, they, can we do this, please? Like, I really want to write a children's book about money. And she's like, yeah, let's do it. And Lily and the Talking Piggy Bank was born. And it's, the, it's a fun book to talk about money. And I think that a lot of moms can really appreciate a book like that so they can, it's going to be easier to pretty much um, start talking about something that's taboo in some cultures. So in a nutshell, that's it. <laughs> nice, nice. And you brought up something here um, as far as, you know, we, I feel like we aren't taught about money and how to handle money and be, um, really multiply it because yeah, I think when I was coming up, they taught us how to use a checkbook and all that stuff. I don't think they teach that anymore. I don't know. But <laughs> this whole thing about financial literacy is something that I wish was in the schools and the uh, curriculum and that they were teaching it to all kids. But I feel like it's like, you don't learn about it unless one, you grow up around people that, are financially literate or you go out and find it yourself. Um, So I'm just wondering, like, what was your story on like how you even got to this point? Because like I was saying, as as dentists, we love what we do. Well, most of us, I can't talk for everybody. I know you and me, we love what we do. (laughs) And so I just think it's so fun that, you know, you have this passion outside of work. And I was just wondering how that all even got started. So um, I'm sure you guys can hear an accent. I'm originally from Haiti, from the Caribbean, where it's way warmer, by the way, than New Hampshire. But anyway, so growing up in Haiti, my parents always instilled in us to try not to owe people money and to pay everything cash um, and do not be afraid to talk about money. We'll be on the kitchen table, like dining table. We'll just be talking about money when it was time for them to purchase a car, me and my sister, they just involved us in that conversation. They're looking at the Toyota, the color, the make, the model, everything. And I feel like it's very important to not um, make money a subject that you, or a topic that you don't talk about, just talk about money. And I think that has helped me a lot. Fast, but that was when I was young. Fast forward to Several years later, 2011, I graduated from um, dental school. I had $250,000 in dental school. I was like, okay, what am I going to do with all this? My parents told me to stay away from debt. What am I doing? (laughs) So, and after I realized that um, it would take me about, if I took 25 years to pay all that off, I would have ended up paying about half a million dollars because of interest. 
that's when I'm like, okay, I need to figure this out. And that's when I really realized that there are ways to pay out, pay down the debt, but a lot of it has to do with your mindset. How do you see money? How do you use money? All of those things are going to impact um, what you do with the money. And that's when I really started invest, um, learning more about investing and all those things. Because in Haiti, investing, the stock market or real estate is not something that's huge like it is here in the U.S. Um, but it has been an interesting journey. And I feel like I'm still going on a journey there, even though I, um, I don't have any debt, but it's still a journey of um, financial freedom because you want to you wanna keep the financial freedom because it's so easy in this country to go in debt, like so, so easy. Even I tell people that if you, if you want to go in debt, just go, just go back, get a car note. Like it's so easy. They make it so easy. Every single week, I get something in the mail that says you've been pre-qualified. I'm like, for what? It's so easy but um it's it's been an amazing journey really um but again the reason why i talk about money so much just because i know it's a tool that can be used to pretty much better our lives and change the lives of others yes yes and and one thing that i've been trying to do is have more conversations about money on the podcast. So there are several episodes and I'll make sure to include those in the show notes um, where I've had conversations with different women about money. But when it comes to talking to our kids about money, I think that is another fun topic. And especially since you have the talking piggy bank, I'm just wondering like, what are some pointers or what are some things that you would suggest moms listening to start with when they're starting to teach their kids about money? So the first thing is to figure out what is the, your goal? What, are your, what is your vision? And a fun thing that you can do with your kids, have a vision board. You can ask them like, okay, so what do you want to do in the next two years or this year? Maybe going to Disney, um, going to Jamaica, whatever it is. That takes money. So it's good to include them in that activity. And you pretty much write down the goal, where you're trying, what you're trying to accomplish for that year. And then you go on Pinterest or some magazine and you just take some pictures and put it on the board and put it somewhere visible that you can see every single day. And of course, something else is to read books with them. Well, one of them, Lily and the Talking Piggy Bank. Let's talk about money. That's a good one. And listening to podcasts and just having a conversation openly talking about money because you don't want it's the worst thing ever to be in your forties or fifties and not knowing anything about money. And I always say, even if it's something that you think that you might not care about when you are living, when you are a human being, two things that are always going to affect you, no matter what money and health. So it's better. It's very important to take care of your money and take care of your health because those things affect you. Whether or not you're like, Oh, I don't care. I have good genes. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's fine. I can pay my bills every month. No, it's very important to be very intentional. Again, have a vision board that you can do with your kids. Talk about goals. It's very important to have goals. And again, nothing, and I always say, always add a deadline to the, those goals. Nothing to pressure you, but it's for you something to be accountable for, something to celebrate and be like, oh, I paid $1,000. I paid off my credit card. You know, something to celebrate because it's good to celebrate all wins. You're not always going to find other people clapping for you. So it's good to clap for yourself, encourage yourself. So really, vision board, writing down the goals, and having some kind of accountability. Via, you can use books, 
podcast, um, or you can find a mentor or a coach, um, even online. You don't, sometimes I feel that when people say, oh, I don't know where to find a mentor, sometimes just online, you can just find someone that you can look up to and just look at what they have been doing and follow those, whatever, those habits pretty much. That would be my recommendation. Nice, nice, nice. Now you started talking a little bit about celebrating wins, which is something yeah. that I think we need to do a lot more often. Because um, I think a lot of times we have these big audacious goals, which is great. But when we don't see ourselves, you know, you know, paying off that $250,000 loan or paying off that car in, you know, a short amount of time, it can get really discouraging. So I'm just wondering, especially for moms that have big goals and their kids have big goals, like what are some ways that you have found to keep yourself motivated so you could actually get to that end goal that you're striving for? So you can either go with the SMART goal um, process, or you can just break them down. So it's good to have quarterly goals. So every three months, what, so Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, what what are your goals? And something that I have started doing, every October, I start ready for the following year. Why? That's what all of the big CEOs are doing. And that's the thing. When it comes to your finances, you are the CEO, okay? You are the CEO of your finances. You are in charge. Even though you might be like, no, I don't want to do that spreadsheet. I don't want to do budgeting. There's so many different options that would work for you. I promise you, it will work for you. But really, it's very important to be intentional about stuff like that, to break them down. So. I think like having goals for the whole year, that can be a little bit intimidating. Just break it down quarterly. That's, that's another option. Or even every month we can have, you know, just break it down step by step, you know, step by step. You don't have to do everything at once because that can be overwhelming. How am I going to pay all that off? No, start with $1,000 to pay off, you know? So baby step, little steps, little steps. Yes, yes. I'm a big believer in the in the little steps because a lot of little steps make a big, huge step. So yes. I'm definitely with you on that one. Yes. And you know what I say jokingly is that when you go to the grocery store, you ever see like when you look at your bill, it's like um, the receipt, I should say it's like um, $2.99, $5.99, $0.99. And then by the time you look at the total, it's like 200 something. Oh, yes. Those little <laughs> numbers add up. So same thing. So look at your goals like that. You might you might think that you're not doing much, but trust me, you're doing something that's we are gonna that's gonna take you closer to accomplishing that big goal. Because that's something I used to do when I was um, paying off the debt. And and by by the way, I was able to pay off two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in four years. And that's what I teach doctors to do the same thing too, and be able to have the generational wealth for their kids. But I would have on my vision board, I would write the, um, the year. It would be like 2012. And then I would say um, in by December 12, 2012, I will pay $30,000 towards my student loans. That's how detailed it will be. Very, very detailed. But again, if you feel like having a goal for the whole year is overwhelming, overwhelming, just break it down, break it down, break it down. Little steps. Got it. Got it. Now I want to switch gears just a little bit because you have talked about um, generational wealth and financial freedom, which are um, two 
common terms that I feel like I hear a lot in the financial space. So one, I want you to define those two terms for me, because some people listening may be like, what does she mean by financial freedom? Because mm-hmm. that, that may look and feel different for different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, how can we start to ensure that we um, have financial freedom um, starting now? Financial freedom to me, because you are going to see different um, definitions. Financial freedom pretty much means that you don't need to have a job that you're actively going to, to take care of your living expenses, meaning you have some kind of income, which is called the passive income that's paying your living expenses. Meaning you're financial, financially free to also do whatever you would like without having to be confined to a job. You can still go to that job, but you don't have to go to that job because you do have other streams of income coming and paying those living expenses for you. Generational wealth means that it's wealth that can be passed down to your children and grandchildren and so on and so forth. It's very important to understand that based on research, generational wealth usually ends after the fourth generation. And usually it's because people don't talk about money. You don't just pass down the money, the wealth. You have to talk about it. Teach about money. Talk about money. Whatever you have learned about money, tell it to your kids. Don't just think. Because, you know, sometimes people say, oh, kids learn by watching. Yes, it's true, but it's also important to actually show them. This is how you balance a checkbook. This is how you open a brokerage account. All of those things you have to be able to teach your children. And if you cannot do those things, there are several podcasts. Um, you can find a coach, YouTube. There's so many ways to be able to have those resources to help you. What was the other question? I'm sorry. I know there was another question. No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so you talked about um, generational wealth and financial freedom. So how can we start to work towards financial freedom? Or what are some steps we can take? You cannot save your way to financial freedom or wealth. You must invest. And if you're making probably half a million dollars, maybe you should be able to save your way to wealth. But really, investing is the number one way to attain financial freedom or having generational wealth. It's very hard to just keep saving your money in a bank has what 0.001%, whatever it is now, um, where you could be investing in several areas, whether in the stock market, real estate, whatever, or business, whatever it is that you have your interest in, it's going to be easier and faster to actually um, have financial freedom and generational wealth. Some people say it actually takes, don't quote me on that, but I think it will take you 2,400 years, something like that. To be able to have financial freedom is you're just putting your money towards just saving towards your bank account. And I know for a lot of moms, sometimes we're busy, first of all, and investing can look a little bit intimidating. It really doesn't have to be. It really doesn't have to be. And think about it as you're securing for your future and your children's future. And also to be able to give yourself a little break because I think the pandemic has taught us a lot that we cannot be relying on one income. One income is way too close to zero, to none. So it's very important to invest where you can have the passive income from investing and have the financial freedom and generational wealth that we all want and desire. 
Indie yes. Service. Yeah, definitely. For sure. And and you brought up a, a couple of things. Um, the first thing that I want to ask you um, based off of the what you were just talking about, which was really good, by the way, because um, I'm trying not to go down a bunny trail with you because I really want to go on a bunny trail about investing. But we're going to do that on another podcast. <laughs> so, I'll come back. I'll come back. You'll come back. Very good. Um, so I guess my next question for you is um, you talk about generational wealth and how we have to, you know, talk to our kids about money and setting up accounts and things like that. Because um, like you said, you know, the the wealth ends after that fourth generation, which is like crazy to me when I think about it. Um, so I'm just thinking about the mom who's not confident about finances and doesn't feel like they know enough to really talk to their kids about money. Like, where would you say to even start, especially because a lot of the moms listening tend to have younger ones. So like elementary, mm-hmm. middle school age, um, how can we start talking to them, especially in those early ages mm-hmm. um, so that we can continue that generational wealth? Talking to the kids, you mean? Yeah, to the kids. So it's very important to have, to make sure that you know what you're doing, first of all, because investing in any investing, you can lose money. It's, it's a risk that it's very important. So you might have to reach out to a financial advisor. You might have to do that. Or again, find a coach or some kind of programs that they have. That's that's something else that you can look into. But again, it's very important to um, baby steps. Again, to go back to the baby steps, you can even start with um, a little calculator online to really show, okay, so if you invest this amount, you're supposed to get about this amount in percentage. This is how much you're going to be having in 10 years, because I feel like a lot of people, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, are visual. So it's good for them to actually see. So you can really incorporate some kind of exercises like that um, to go from the piggy bank to calculators that you can find online. So so they can really, really understand why um, the the power of compounding is is something that we all need to take advantage of. And again, I'm I'm saying YouTube and podcast is amazing they have amazing amazing resources there at no cost to you so yes yes definitely and and you made me um think about my son so my oldest one I call him my little Gary V because he's all about his money like homeboy don't play like he wants his money in all of it with interest um so it's so funny like the days that I think that he's not listening or paying attention he hears everything so I was talking out loud to my husband I was like oh babe guess what um, I won a hundred dollar gift card to Amazon by filling out this survey and I'm pretty excited about it. So I was telling him how, I, how I wanted to use the money. So I didn't think my son heard me. And of course he was like, mommy, how did you get that hundred dollars? And I was like, I did a survey. It's about podcasting. He was like, um, can I fill out a survey too? That <laughs> Like, That's hilarious. Yes, <laughs> but they're listening. Yes, he is. So it's funny, like you think they're not listening, but they are. And it's it's funny. It could just be like simple conversations, like talking about how you want a gift card or, you know, how you saved up for the trip to, you know, the Grand Canyons that you're going to in the summer, like whatever it is. Yeah. So I, I love that you say to, to have those conversations. And then also don't be afraid to reach out because I'll be honest, like I had a really hard time. Um, with my finances. And it was because I didn't know, I was like, I don't know what to do. And 
I just ran away and I just never looked at my statements, which is the <laughs> worst thing you could possibly do in your a situation, with, especially when you're in debt. And it took, I had um, a money coach who, again, I'll leave the, the podcast episode um, where we talk about our journey together and how I paid mm-hmm. off like $20,000 in like six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like she, and it was crazy because I kept telling her, I'm like, bro, I don't have money. I don't have money. And then mm-hmm. when I started doing things, I was like, I do have money, <laughs> but it's yeah. crazy how just sitting down with someone and, you know, getting that, that guidance, mm-hmm. you can do a whole lot more than doing yes. it by yourself. So I'm glad that you, you advocated for getting a mentor going on YouTube. And even if you go on like on Instagram and search um, some of the hashtags, like financial freedom and um, financially free community, there's some good ones out there. So I don't Absolutely. know if you have any good hashtags that you know, of, but yeah, you can drop those because I've been following some of them because they get me in inspired and give me some information <laughs> no absolutely but it, again um budgeting is something that's important to know how much money you're making and where your money's going and even have like have your kids a little if they have jobs or whatever it is have a little budget that you can do with them a little workshop or whatever it's called just get them involved you know and um like you said on instagram financial freedom for me, it's doctors out of debt. That's everything is doctors out of debt as far as and by actually by putting putting that, you should be able to see several um other um good posts, I guess, on finances. But again, on Instagram, YouTube, there's so many resources. Take at it's very important to take advantage of them. Take advantage of them, really. Yes, yes. And I like I said, again, I'll make sure to include all links and, and everything that I have in the show notes. So if you're listening, you're like, well, show me some. I got you. I'll show you some there. So make sure you check those out. But before we wrap up our conversation, I just wanted to know if there was anything else that you wanted to share with us, Real Happy Moms, especially when it comes to financial freedom and building generational wealth for our kids. Do not have analysis paralysis. Don't say like, oh, I want to invest, but I don't know where to start. I don't have the money. Trust me, you have the money. If you have an iPhone, if you have a Samsung, if you have cable, if you have, you have the money, okay? It's all about reallocating that money towards places that will double or triple the money that can go towards your kids' education or other, um, other stuff that, will be, that could add more value. So whenever you're thinking about talking about money to your children, try to explain that what is, that's what I do, that um, it's important to purchase things that are going to add value to your life or to your health or to your wealth, your um, network pretty much. Have value, value, value. And vacation is value as well. You need a vacation. So all those things, okay? And value, value, value. That's huge. That's huge to um, be mindful of those things. I love that you said vacations and, and value because that's not something that I'll be honest, I haven't thought about that. So I'm glad that you said that. I'm going to make sure I have a conversation today with the little guy about yeah. buying toys that are of value, not these random things he keeps breaking. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing with us. This has been a really fun conversation. Now, before you go, share with us where we can find you online if we want to connect with you, learn more about you or just work with you. Yes, Doctors Out of Debt on Instagram, Facebook, and of course, doctorsoutofdebt.com. And that's doctors with an S, doctorsoutofdebt.com, doctorsoutofdebt on Instagram and Facebook. 
and it's fun fun community yes and we don't just talk about money 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 we talk about mindset and all of other things because it it's it takes way more than money to be happy so we talk about all the stuff as well Yes, yes. And I'll be sure to include all the links in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has been such a great conversation. I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Now that does it for this week's episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links and show notes, head on over to realhappymom.com slash 181. There you'll find all the links, the hashtags, and everything that was mentioned here in this episode in a Cliff's Notes version there on that particular page. And if you have found that this episode is helpful, do me a favor and share it with a mom friend because you know what they say, sharing is caring. And we definitely want to have other moms that are empowered and are helping their kids with money. Now that's it for this week. Stay tuned for next week for another full episode, Thursday for Mommy Talk Thursday and then Saturday for a quick tip. Take care and with lots of love.